I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the Friends with Friends podcast, the one where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I'm here with my pal, Vanessa. Hey, everyone. I'm Vanessa, the newbie to the group, and we are on season seven. So this is very exciting. Yes, season seven. We're on the 158th episode, the one where they're up all night, which I felt like me, like on Wednesday night. Um, season seven, episode 12, it premiered January 11th, 2000, with 22.86 million viewers. Vanessa, what went down? So it's the one where none of them sleep. Phoebe has trouble with a fire alarm while Joey and Ross get trapped on the roof and Chandler and Monica do other things to occupy their time. Yes. So this is sort of just like a whatever episode, don't you think? Right. I really think it was whatever. And I was probably halfway through the episode. I was ready for it to be over. Yeah, because it kind of just keeps going on, and there are quick cuts in between all the scenes. But I did enjoy. So my favorite part, and my um, and the one of the one of the threads, the three threads that happen in this is Joey and Ross get stuck on the roof. So the episode starts out with um, them looking at the Babstein King comet comet on the roof, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the Babstein King. So Ross is, you know. They're nerdy now about that, but then they don't end up seeing it. So then they all go down back to their apartments and then you see each, you know, each person, what they're doing for the rest of the night. And so unfortunately, Ross and Joey get stuck on the roof because Joey takes out the pipe from the door that's holding the door open, the roof Mm -hmm. door open, because he wants to look at a lady across the way. And so they get stuck. And that was the funniest part is like the the whole situation up there with that everything else is kind of whatever the whole episode was whatever but i thought that was like cute the way that they played off each other because you don't really see joey and just ross a lot interact yeah with yeah. each other yeah. yeah yeah that was good like i said i was like okay they're just stuck on the roof like mm-hmm. okay great i think oh, the one that i found go ahead sorry go ahead uh or no are you moving on to another one uh-huh Okay. Well, first, let me point out, though, with Joey and Ross, did you recognize the fire escape, Vanessa? Yes, we were there ah! when we were at the Warner Brothers store. Yes. <laughs> so we're, and, and the, our tour guide didn't mention it to us, but I was like, hey, that's the one where they get stuck on the roof. And you're like, I don't know, because I'm like, you haven't seen it yet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've seen it. But yes, it's on that New York Street and the Warner Brothers tour. You can see the fire escape, you know, when Ross climbs down Joey's body. Yeah. And then they fall to the ground. So that's the only, like, cool part is like, oh, we saw that. So, um, and I thought it was funny between them two, too, like, figuring out how to climb down the fire escape or, you know, Ross volunteering Joey right away. is like, oh, yeah, see, it's not that far of a fall, you know, just because Ross... He is the nerd. He's not as tough as Joey, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. Was it. yeah, I mean, speaking of the fire escape, I think the most relatable storyline of the oh all was Phoebe's fire alarm. Yes! Going off. Because when you're in your home or apartment or wherever you are, one of your goals is not to turn on or keep, turn it off, I should say. Yeah, fire not alarm. to have it go off. Not to have yeah. it go off. Yeah, so literally like... I could totally relate to, you yeah. know, you, we have one of our restrooms and our showers is right by the hallway. So you have mm-hmm. to close the door to ensure that it doesn't go off. When mm-hmm. we're cooking, we have to open all the doors because our um, overhead um, fan for the oven doesn't work. So very relatable. Yeah. 
Phoebe situation that happened. Yeah, there. I know, right? And, and so, yeah, the whole time that's all she's doing is she's in her pajamas. She has really cute PJs, by the way. But yeah. uh, it goes off and it doesn't really show us like how it went off. It just started going off. So she's in the middle of the night and PJ's trying to turn it off. And she tries everything from unplugging it and then she throws it out. And then it comes back up and she thinks like, how to get back to my door? Open the door, a fireman. Why is a fireman finding a, a fire alarm? I don't know. Because uh, in he the said, trash chute. Uh, probably someone reported it, but the reason he found out it was Phoebe because oh. the blanket had Phoebe's name on it. The blanket had Phoebe's name on it. And I'd like to p- point out, and you pointed this out too, Jason George is the fireman that comes up and brings the fire alarm back to Phoebe. And Jason George, who was on Grey's Anatomy, and then he became a fireman. So now he's on Station 19. And I was like, oh, hey, there's Jason George. And personally, we've met him because he has a lot to do with the SAGs. And so SAG Foundation. And so he um, he's very nice. So I liked seeing like a person that's like, oh, yeah, I know Jason George, you know, from here at work at KTLA Morning Show. And so um, it was nice to see him pop up. And it's like, it's like he... Um, was it manifested him becoming a fireman who, who played a fireman? Yeah, I've never, um, like, I've met, I've met him, but I've never really watched Grey's Anatomy like oh. wholeheartedly. I've seen no. like episode snippets here and there, mm-hmm. and Station 19 I don't watch, so I wasn't like, oh, that's Jason Jason George. Yeah. So if you are ever in need of a show that's going to take forever to watch, even longer than this one would be Grey's Anatomy because they're on their like 18th season or something. That's like the new days of our lives. Oh my gosh. I know it keeps going, but it's so good. It's like one of our um, associate producers came or she started watching it and she binged it through the winter and she absolutely loves it. And I've been watching for the past 18 years, like 17 years, however long it's been on. I think it's 17, but I've been watching ever since then. So it's, I feel like half my life is dedicated to Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I turn it on Thursday nights at nine o'clock on ABC. Have been, always will, die hard, but not as die hard as friends. <laughs> yes, definitely. You, I've never really heard you talk about Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, because a lot of people kind of think it's just silly, like, because it is very soapy, but I think it does have very like good good storylines and all that so it is nice to see you know jason george like the success that he's had and you know you see these you see this all the time like you see like actors pop up in little random parts and you're like oh hey that's so and so from a current show because mm-hmm. you know like back in the day like you know in the 90s early 2000s you know they all you know are barely working their game and they finally reached that level where they're on it a show like a drama like Grey's Anatomy like Jason George you know so it's cool to see those actors pop up you're like oh you know George Clooney before he got big on ER you know exactly so, yeah let's take a break and then we'll talk about Monica and Chandler and what they did all night to distract themselves BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
we talked about Ross and Joey getting stuck on the roof. We talked about Phoebe fighting with her fire alarm. Now it's Monica and Chandler and what they're doing all night. And it's funny because Monica and Chandler, like Chandler can't sleep. And so he's keeping Monica up. And then she tries to um, read a book and then he tries to make more milk. And then the, he wants to have sex with Monica. And it's just like, okay, this is just like random couple stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So I guess the storyline was Monica falls asleep too fast and Chandler can't. So he would stay up all night and mm -hmm. he wanted to make it like the old days, but they would stay up and talk late. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which is cute, so, you know, which is cute, but sometimes you just want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like the storyline just kept going, like just really, really random, I feel like. So I don't know. I think yeah. that's, that's all we learn. We know Monica falls asleep fast and Chandler can't. So I actually found a plot hole in this whole like Monica and Chandler situation. So when they first go to them and he's just like kind of thinking and he's asking Monica about Armageddon and Deep Impact. And so the difference between them and then, you know, Deep Impact and then Armageddon's going to happen is the one that's going to happen now. You know that joke. So Bruce Willis starred in Armageddon. Mm -hmm. Bruce Willis has already co-starred or guest starred on Friends. And they're not acknowledging that Bruce Willis stars in Armageddon because, you know, it's a loophole because otherwise it would be Elizabeth's dad. Yeah. Do you get it? Like, like kind of. they're talking about a movie that Bruce Willis stars in. Well, they, they always do that. Yeah. yeah. They can't acknowledge that Bruce Willis stars in Armageddon because in, in, in friends, it would be like, Oh, that's Bruce, Bruce Willis. That's Elizabeth's dad who yeah. Ross has already broken up with. Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, they, it's maybe it's an inside joke with them. I don't know. Who knows? Cause they've already um, did the Die Hard, the one where they're napping. And that was after um, Elizabeth and Ross broke up too. So it's like, it's maybe just an ongoing joke. Maybe we'll have to keep an eye out. Yeah. Maybe. And so now, Mm -hmm. Oh, another point in, in the whole thing too was, did you notice, I also noticed this because I used to watch Riverdale before I got a little weird, but um, Archie and Jughead Double Digest is one of the books that Chandler was reading and I'm like, Archie and Jughead. And then automatically I think of KJ Appa and- See, I don't know this. Okay. So Arch, Archie and Jughead Double Digest, you know, Archie is played by KJ Appa, but Jughead is played by Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse- Young Cole Sprouse plays Ben in Friends. But I mean, they wouldn't have known that Cole of Sprouse was going to be Jughead like many years down not. the line. It is like... interesting. <laughs> of course not. But it's like, it's it's cool. Like nowadays, like we look back on this and are like, oh yeah. Oh, wait. oh, they're connected. But everyone's like now. intermingled as it happened yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> so that was the book that Chandler was trying to read or Chandler was reading and then Monica made fun of him. And then Chandler decided to read a book that Oprah recommended or Oprah's book club or something. So then, so yeah, that was one of the activities there too. So I thought that was, that was, um, that was interesting. Another connection. Yeah. I, that's pretty interesting too, actually. It was kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because the only way it would work out would be like if Cole was like, oh, I was on Friends and they mentioned Riverdale, so I should play Jughead or something. I know, right? Yeah, that's impossible too. But like yeah. like um, Archie and Jughead, like those comics have been around for since like the 80s and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So so it's, it is interesting how it all intermingles. And there's also, there's an insignificant scene. I noticed this too when I watched it. There's an insignificant scene with Phoebe's fighting with her fire alarm she um, tries to put 
She puts ear muffins she, or she puts earplugs, earmuffs and a beanie and um, try to like drown out the noise. And then she can hear herself singing, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. So you see her kind of like shaking her head, nodding her head, and you hear the voiceover of her singing it in her head. And then it comes back to her, like keep singing it in her head. So her voices in her head are keeping her up. So then she takes out the earplugs, earmuffs, and beanie, and then um, wraps the fire alarm in it. And then it goes to the next scene. So pretty significant. It wasn't anything. But that I read... I know it's a scene you're talking about because I read it and it's only included in like the DVDs mm-hmm. it's not included in the one, the version I watched on HBO max. Yeah. See, I've seen the DVDs before streaming came along. I've seen the DVDs and even before, you know, we had that little lull between Netflix and HBO max. Mm-hmm. I, you know, grabbed my DVDs from, you know, like the box that they've been in for years and I would watch it. And then I remember that seeing that too. And so then, yeah, the HBO max one doesn't have that scene. It's insignificant. It's silly, but I remember that. Yeah. And another um, final storyline of this was Rachel and Tag arguing over contracts. So basically, Rachel tells Tag, apparently tells Tag, that he needs to mail over these contracts by the end of the day. And it was over the weekend, and Rachel was like, oh, did you mail those contracts? And apparently Tag says, no, they weren't on my desk. He never put them on there. So Rachel just says, starts, you know, defending herself, saying they're on your desk, like, let's go look. So mm. in the end, Rachel finds the contracts on her desk. So she never ended up giving them to Tag as she was supposed to. Yeah. So she tries to come up with all these cover ways, yeah, to say that she actually did put them on his desk, but she, she slid them into his bottom drawer. Yeah, insignificant, another insignificant thing. It's just like couples fighting, you know, she just wanted to prove herself right and all that. And And so, and that's it. quick though, but Tag is quick because he's young and quick. He Mm -hmm. realized, no, 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 these weren't here on Friday. So he put him back on Rachel's desk. (laughs) And And that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, okay. Yeah. The contracts weren't mailed out. Cool. But what happened to the contracts? Like, did you get that contract signed? <laughs> yeah. So I just, I don't know. It was an okay. I wouldn't watch this episode again. Yeah. Um, it's Not dude, one of my favorites. It's like a, it's, it's one of those episodes where you just like, you don't even think about it. It just, it's on in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, coming up on the next episode of Friends with Friends, Joey deals with the loss of Rosita and Ross and Monica collect their childhood belongings from their parents' home. If you like this episode, subscribe, give us five-star ratings, and leave nice comments. Yes, and follow us on Instagram at Friends with Friends Podcast. We'll see you later. Bye.